Fight Club presents Legends 2 at Staples Center in Los Angeles. The main event, you have the return of the golden boy, Oscar De La Hoya, going head-to-head against the former UFC light heavyweight champion, the phenom Vitor Belfort. The co-main event, it blew me away when I heard about this fight, but damn, am I excited for these guys to get inside the ring on September 11th. You have the former UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. He was the champion for three years. The Huntington Beach bad boy Tito Ortiz going head-to-head against the longest reigning UFC champion in history. Let me rephrase that. He is the longest reigning or was the longest reigning UFC champion in history in Anderson, the spider cell, he had on the middleweight championship of the world for 2,457 days coming off of his pro boxing debut less than two months ago when he defeated the son of a legend, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Now tickets are available. They are, they start at $75. They're on sale now. You can get them at Staples Center box office or at axs.com. Also, in addition to the main event and the co-main event, if you haven't heard, we've added two fights to the pay-per-view portion that starts at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific Time Live on Fight TV Pay-Per-View. It'll feature the former heavyweight and cruiserweight world champion, the haymaker David Hay, going head-to-head against Joe Fournier in a scheduled eight-round heavyweight matchup. To begin the pay-per-view portion, a 10-round matchup at 130 pounds. It features Andy Vences going head-to-head against Ireland's own Joan O'Carroll. Now, quickly, this is the first ever event that I know of that is a two-continent, two-main event, Triller Fight Club pay-per-view event. The first portion is geared towards the UK audience. We start at 3 Pacific time, 11 o'clock out there, British Standard Time. It'll feature a music concert in addition to undercard bouts following and followed by the Hay versus Fournier eight-round heavyweight matchup. And then fans can go ahead and tune in to the actual pay-per-view at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time here in the United States. But without further ado, let's meet from the two combatants involved in the co-main event on September 11th, as I talked about. This man, he's been a professional fighter for over 20 years. He held on to the UFC Light Heavyweight Championship for three years. And you know what? This guy's fought anybody and everybody. He comes in shape. He comes ready to go. And the guy just wants to tear your head off. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Huntington Beach bad boy, Tito Ortiz. Tito. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate this opportunity. Thriller. Uh, Anderson Silva for finally agreeing to the weight that he was mandatory for me to make 195. So I'll literally try to cut my leg off and make that weight. And um, I'll do it. Uh, I've never missed a weight in my whole career, but it just shows that uh, I'm really that focused. But again, it shows that Anderson, he respects the power. So uh, I'm excited. I respect the man uh, as a fighter, but I kind of lost a lot of respect for him uh, just for not fighting me at 200 pounds. Uh, you know, I, I've never made 195 in my whole career of uh, 24 years, and I'm going to try like hell to make it. And I, I will make it, but at the same time, uh, you know, I, I just kind of lost a little respect for the guy. You know, someone who's been a great world champion. He's fought at 205 over six times. He's fought for the world title at 205. Um, but once again, it shows that uh, he respects my power and he's trying to make me weak. So, but hey, as I do every one of my fights, I'm going to make it exciting. I'm going to fight and I'm going to make this vicious. Thank you very much, Tito. And now let's talk to the man who you will be standing across the ring from 
on September 11th, live on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. That'll be live from Staples Center in Los Angeles, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific time. Tickets start as low as $75. Get them at AXS.com. This man, as I pointed out, the longest reigning UFC champion in history. He held on to the middleweight championship of the world from 2006 to 2013. He, much like you, Tito, fought anybody and everybody. And incidentally, both of you actually fought Vitor Belfort, who will be involved in the main event. But ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Ladies and gentlemen, the spider, Anderson Silva. Anderson. Hello, everyone. I'm very excited to back to, to make this big show for my fans in here. Uh, the first time I fight in, in LA, and uh, I'm very excited. I need to say thank you, Chito Ortiz, for giving me this opportunity, you know, and uh, Thriller, too. And let's go doing the best, you know, the best show for the fans and for LA, too. I'm very excited. Thank you guys for the opportunity. Anderson, I want to ask you, Tito said that he's not, uh, I mean, it's he's expressed the fact that he's not necessarily fond of the fact that you're making this fight at 195. There seems to be a little bit of bad blood that has manifested since the contract negotiations happened. Obviously, the fight was agreed to, but what's your response to Tito not being necessarily happy with how the negotiations went and him saying, you know, there is a little bit of animosity between you two? Well, this is a good question for Coach Nico. Well, you know what? I, he has the right to be uh, a little, you know, uh, you know, be a little uh, upset about the way. But technically, uh, our last fight was at 182, you know. So I don't understand why we why would we um, fight at 200 when Anderson his last fight was 182. You know, I'm here to take care of my fighter, and I'm here to and uh, for to, to train my fighter the best of our ability as well as Coach Doria. So uh, we uh, we're always gonna look out for our fighter. You understand? So I respect uh, how he feels, and he's entitled to feel how he feels. But at the end of the day, um, this is our fighter, Dottie and ourselves, and we're going to look out from the best of our ability. Tito, for you, when the odds were released, you are a heavy underdog coming into this fight against Anderson Silva. Do you use that as bulletin board material? Does that motivate you or just the fact that you want to go out there and, you know, compete and show the world that you are a formidable force against somebody like Anderson Silva in the boxing ring. You know, I, I really don't look at odds. I don't care about odds. Odds actually kind of pushed me to want to express my feelings inside the ring. Uh, and my feelings are is to hurt the man in front of me. You know, I, I, I got to go back to the weight thing because if I don't make the weight, they're going to take percentage of my purse away. So they're taking food off the table, my children. And that makes me very angry, but uh, a focus in anger. Um, I'm excited because Anderson is one of the best in the world. I've always wanted to fight Anderson. I have always had respect for him, like I say, but I understand how his team uh, is going to take control of uh, what weight he should be fighting at. Um, like I said, he's fought at 205 before, uh, and I thought, you know, I, I thought he'd be a gentleman and make it at, at least 200, knowing that uh, I used to be the middleweight world champion myself, and I used to make 199. And that was the weight class. When UFC moved the weight up to 205 was because of me. I, they asked me what would be the perfect weight for 205 pounds, or excuse me, for light heavyweight, and I said 205 pounds. So that's so they made it. But once again, um, I understand uh, what their theory is behind it and what they want to do. Um, so I, like I say, I, I really don't look at odds. I just look at the factor of how am I going to be when I step into the ring and compete against Anderson Silva, one of the greatest uh, middleweights to ever grace the octagon. 
Anderson, how much has your confidence grown since defeating Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.? Because you went ahead from the MMA realm into the professional boxing ring against a guy who fought for the world championship in Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And incidentally, you beat him in his home country down in Mexico. So tell us about the fact that you really, you know, you're getting into the boxing ring for the second time within a few months period, but how much did that fight really boost your confidence, if any? Well, I mean, I, when I accept the, the, the fight, I just talked to my coach about showing my respect for boxing, you know, and um, I working hard for four months with my coach you know, and uh, just for showing my respect for boxing, for the Mexico country, and uh, for the the Chavez family. You know, Chavez is an amazing fighter, and uh, I respect a lot. And I respect the other fighters too. And uh, when I go to do my my job, I try to show my respect for my fans, for the the people work with me, for my coach, and uh, for the war too. Now, Anderson, the fact that, you know, there was talks years ago about a potential matchup, you and Roy Jones, et cetera, et cetera, you were under contract with the UFC. Once you got free of that contract, you made your pro boxing debut. Now you're fighting with Triller. And Ryan Cavanaugh has been very open and honest, saying, look, you know, I am an alternative. Triller Fight Club is an alternative. And I'm going to give fighters who want an opportunity that platform to display their talent and also make a healthy financial compensation for your efforts. So is, is it gratifying knowing now that you can dive into the world of boxing, which has been talked about for you for a long time, even prior to your pro boxing debut against Julio Cesar Chavez back in June? Well, I love boxing, you know. It's a, it's a very interesting and a very uh, special sport. You know, I love my sport too, MMA, but uh, – Boxing is, uh, is have a something special in boxing. You know, I'm a big fan for a lot of uh, professional fighters and legends in boxing. And um, I mean, I I just training box for years with Coach Doria, and uh, in Brazil when I start uh, training, you know, I just training a lot and I try to do my best in my sport. I try to do my best right now in boxing. You know, and it's something I love and something I try to to put it outside me and for people to see how much I can continue to do my job, inspiring people, you know, in the new generation too. Tito, for you getting this opportunity to dive into this world with Triller Fight Club, you know, Ryan Kavanaugh has been, I mean, he tried to get, you know, GSP to potentially fight uh, Oscar De La Hoya. And, and from what we heard that, you know, the UFC blocked that, didn't want to see that fight, uh, you know, take place. Therefore, insert Vitor Belfort. Tell us about Schiller Fight Club coming on and providing an opportunity to other fighters who want to dive into the pro boxing realm. And, you know, you are a product of that now in the co-main event on September 11th against Anderson Silva. You know, it just makes me really excited uh, that Kevin was given this opportunity for fighters like myself and Anderson, Vitor Belfort, and uh, De La Hoya to compete against uh each other to see who's the best fighter inside the ring but once again for the fans to watch this 
it's amazing when I got to see uh, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. That was a fight that I wanted to see, you know, my whole career and I had my career just as being a fan of uh, boxing in general. I mean, back in the days of Hagler and uh, Hearns and Roberto Duran, and I mean, these are the guys that I grew up watching: Mike Tyson, and Oscar De La Hoya, Fernando Vargas. I mean, these guys that I've watched boxing through mixed martial arts. I try to adapt the same skills in boxing, but I came from a wrestling background. But still, at the same time, as the years gone on, from 2011 till now. Boxing was a big part of my game because I come to learn that people started defending the takedowns. So you got to learn how to punch. So over the last five to six years, now all of a sudden I started learning how to move my head a lot more and set up my punches where the power punches. I mean, my, my last fight against Chuck Liddell, knocking him out. Yeah, at the same time, he's a little bit slower, but still, I'm starting to understand the fundamentals of boxing because it is a special sport. There's no, there's nothing that can compare to it. I'm not even MMA can compare to it just because the punches aren't as hard as you do in boxing because you're not worried about a head kick. You're not worried about a knee. You're not worried about an elbow. You're not worried about a takedown. You're able to move your head and move out of positions in and out. And Anderson's a guy who's done that his whole career. Um, but I don't think he's really fought anybody that has been able to push the force and has power the way I have uh, through the last, you know, six, seven years of my career. But once again, uh, I'm thankful for Anderson for accepting this fight. I'm thankful for Trevor for getting this opportunity for us to compete against each other. I'm just excited to get back in the ring. I'm excited to get my body and my mind in a mental place where I can compete and be happy. People gotta understand, fighters are the most loneliest athletes in the world because it's only me versus another person. There's no team, there's no coach. Yeah, there's a coach in between rounds, but still, you gotta do the work before to make sure that uh, you perform at a great capacity. And being in a negative uh, light or uh, in a negative uh, world, as a fighter is horrible. Over the last eight years, my life has changed completely. I got myself away from UFC. I've reinvigorated my life, reinvigorated my career. My mental state is like it's never been before. So I'm excited to compete against Anderson. Sure, everybody, that there is a new Tito Ortiz. There's a positive and vicious Tito Ortiz that'll be in front of Anderson Silva. And I hope he doesn't look at my old fights when I fought uh, Noguera or when I fought uh, Machida because I was slower. Um, I don't understand head movement. I mean, there's a lot of things that I've learned that I've been able to adapt to for this fight that I hadn't had before. So I think uh, this will be a really exciting fight, and a lot of a lot of fans will be going, "Wow, Tito actually does know how to box." All right. Well, now we're going to turn it over to the media with questions. Uh, you can go ahead, and Bertie Barmazum will call upon you. Raise your hand, and then also when we go to you, make sure to unmute yourself. So, Bernie Barmazum, I will turn it over to you, my friend. Thank you very much, Ray. Our first question comes from Gabriel Gonzalez. Go ahead, Gabriel. Yeah, my first question is for Tito. Uh, Tito, I'm just wondering, just what are your thoughts on the main event between uh, Oscar and Vitor? Um, I think this is going to be exciting. I mean, at the same time, Oscar is, what, normally 154, 156 at the heaviest, or excuse me, 165 at the heaviest. Uh, and Vitor Belfort has been fighting anywhere from 185 up to 205. And he's cutting down to 180. So if, if uh, Vitor can keep his power and have the speed that he has, uh, I really think De La Hoya is going to have a little, bit of tr- a little bit of problems. But if De La Hoya has, you know, as he always has, his great cardio and speed, then Vitor has some problems. So I just expect a very exciting fight. I really do. I mean, I respect both guys largely. Um, it's just one of those things that this is boxing. You never know what's going to happen. Everybody has a puncher's chance. 
two more quick ones. Um, one more for Tito. Uh, Tito, with the history of the whole Golden Boy MMA and Oscar, you guys are going to be around each other fight week. Is it all water, water under the bridge right now with you two? Yeah, it's water under the bridge. You know, I think you learn from uh, a lot of mistakes, uh, and you kind of see how things turn out and how they were supposed to turn out, but how they didn't. But I'd say it's water under the bridge, and I don't worry about what happened behind me, man. Behind my life is behind my life. Now I'm just looking forward for uh, more better things to experience uh, with Thriller. They've treated me nothing but, respect, nothing but respect so far, so I'm just excited to see what happens in the future. My final question for Anderson Silva. Anderson, uh, there was some talk about you actually facing Logan Paul. I was just wondering how far those talks ever got. Well, I think everything is possible right now. You know, is the everything is bright new one. You know, uh, the shows for the, the fans is completely different right now. And the people watching the YouTubers fight for MMA guys or boxing guys, you know. And um, yeah, I think me and Vitor, Chito, and the others, uh, MMA fighters ready for give continue doing the best in the given uh the great show for the fans you know and uh yeah i waiting uh for the next challenge you know maybe this happened with logan paul let's go see thank you thank you very much gabe our next question comes from damon martin from mma fighting go ahead damon Hey guys, first question for Anderson. Uh, Anderson, after you had your win over Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., there was a lot of talk about maybe you fighting another boxer. Obviously, Tito's a legend in his own right, but but do you have interest in, in fighting you know additional like pro boxers? Was that something you wanted to pursue? And and how did Tito kind of come into how did Tito come into the conversation? Well, everything's possible, you know. I love I love fighting. You know, fighting is part of my life. In a, is my, my my ear, you know, and I try to to challenge myself every single moment. You know, I never stop training. I train every day, and uh, yeah, Triller asked it to my manager about this opportunity to fight with Chito, and I'm so happy, you know, because Chito is the great legend and for many many years. And I remember when I Chito fight in UFC, I'm start fighting in UFC, you know, and uh, I'm. I'm impressed because I saw Chito and I say, oh my God, this guy is a monster, is amazing. And uh, I'm a big fan, by the way, I'm a big fan, I respect a lot. And I'm very excited, you know, because this matter happened, it's a big show for the fans. And a couple of questions for Tito. Uh, you know, Tito, obviously you've moved on beyond the UFC a long time ago, fighting in Bellator, fighting for Golden Boy and all those kind of things. but. Can you kind of speak to the to the option of having something like Triller available for fighters now? I mean, obviously they're producing boxing, not MMA, but you know we've seen a lot of MMA guys come over and talk about the money they're making, you know, highest paydays ever, things like that. Like, as a guy who's been around forever, like, can you kind of speak to the to the idea of having these options available to fighters? Well, I think it comes down to a lot of the fighters who have been able to make brands of themselves, uh, to make big names of themselves. And being able to be shown on a uh, stage or, you know, a platform like this for worldwide and be able to be a part of the company, be a part of, be a partner of the company. And I think that at the end of the day, that's what the boxing uh, really came about of making the, the fighters a part of the company. And that's important because we're the ones getting in the, inside the ring and competing and 
showing the fans of how true fighters we really are. I think at the end of the day, once again, is we want a piece of the pie. <laughs> we're the ones killing ourselves in training. We're the ones killing ourselves fight after fight. Either we're knocking somebody out or we get knocked out. We're getting cut. We're getting injured. Something where we can't fight for the rest of our lives. And I've been very fortunate to take care of my body through my career that I've been able to have a long longevity in my career. I'm very thankful for that. But I think Thriller has given this opportunity for a lot of fighters who were former world champions, who have great uh, careers, but maybe had a couple losses and all of a sudden get kicked to the curb and forgot about. Well, Thriller has given this opportunity for fighters to step up and give the fans great fights. And I'm just very excited to give me this opportunity. And this will be one of many for me, I believe. With that being said, that kind of segues perfectly on my next question, Tito, which what what is the future for you? I mean, I think boxing kind of came out of nowhere for a lot of people just because you have you know, been such a, a dominant mixed martial artist. But uh, what is the future? Is it is it going to be more boxing matches? Is it going to be MMA? What is the future? Um. Well, the future right now is Anderson Silva. I'm not looking past that at all. I'm doing the work for that. You know, this is a really short camp for me. Uh, but once again, I'm going to put in the work. Uh, and I want to get my hand raised. I'm going to get my hand raised. I'm going to put in the work to make sure that does happen. And after September 11th, I guess we'll talk with Thriller again. And is it a boxing match uh, or is it an MMA match? I don't know. I, I see Logan. Logan is uh, my size. You know, I, I spoke with him a while back about getting an MMA. He goes, no, that would be pretty good. But I, I really just uh, – I would like to box. And I just – now – all of a sudden, I, I went from being MMA to chasing over to the boxing. So I guess you kind of got to chase the money just as long as you take it to the heart that it's really not about the money. It's about competition of competing against some of the best people and some of the biggest names. And, uh, you know, the the Paul brothers have, have done that with uh, their YouTube uh, followers, of, but also putting in the work. And, and I respect both the guys. And I know a lot of professional boxers don't like it because they've really captivated the fans and, you know, um, took a lot of the limelight from the professional boxers and the guys that I respect hugely, but people got to understand this is about marketing, but you got to go in, you got to perform, you got to fight great. And a lot of fighters are doing that. The Paul brothers are doing that. Anderson Silva, myself, get an opportunity to do that. Anderson's last fight against Julio Cesar Chavez showed that he is a true boxer. And I've always known that. I've always known Anderson being a true boxer. And um, once again, I, I just, I'm excited to get this opportunity um, to see what happens in the future. Thanks, guys. Thanks very much, Damon. Our next question comes from Cole Whiston. Go ahead, Cole. Uh, I got a couple questions. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm from Boxing World Weekly, by the way. Um, Silver, I'll start with you. Uh, this is obviously something that's maybe becoming something serious for you. I want to know, we've seen Jake Paul come up with his hit list. So uh, what, what, who's on your hit list? Do you have, what's your goals in the sport after, after this? Continue training and prepare my my mind and my body for a next challenge. You know, I'm just stay with my coach and coach Dora and coach Nico, my partners. You know, uh, Eliezer, uh, little Nico. The guys help me a lot. My son Gabriel and I continue working hard. You know, with my team and uh, let's go see where's the future. You know, I'm just keep my focus for training because it's something I love it. And I never stop, and I go continue training for, waiting for the next challenge. It's good for me. It's good for my team. Let's do it. And what would you say is the biggest difference in like an MMA training camp compared to a boxing training camp? Maybe not just like style wise, but from a from even from a conditioning wise. Well, 
you know, for me, it's not too much different because it's, I continue training the same level, you know, the conditional training and uh, this, the, the only difference I have right now is because I need to work more for my footwork, my hands up and movement, you know, boxing is, is a very different for that. But a conditional training is the same and um, the technique is changed a little bit, of course. Awesome. And final question for Tito. What would you say, like, what would you say your advantages are to going into this match against Anderson Silva with Anderson Silva being someone that has beaten a pro boxer before? Uh, my advantages, wow. Um, I'll say heart, <laughs> a lot of heart. I, I, I don't ever think of a guy that I can't beat. I'm not going to go in there thinking I'm going to lose. And every one of my fights I always think like that. Um, I know what work I need to do. I know how I'm going to have to catch up to Anderson. I know his speed. Um, I've watched, been watching his fights, you know, almost his whole career in Pride and UFC, and just watching how his motivation and his uh, confidence was building as he became more and more world champs. I think he, what, like nine world titles in UFC, but then when he got into boxing, watching that, and I've always kept an eye on him because, I mean, Anderson's someone that, once again, I've always respected. I, I just... Uh, just want to showcase my skills, um, the things that I've been learning over the last six, seven, eight years now. Um, and I, I've gotten a lot better, and I'm still getting a lot better. I still got a lot more work to do. And as Anderson said, we, we just got to continue to learn this craft of boxing. You know, this is this is why they call it the sweet science. You know, when you turn over a punch, it's a lot different from turning over a punch in MMA just because of uh, there's a lot more power in boxing than there is in MMA because you got to watch out for the takedowns. you got to watch out for the kicks. you got to watch out for the knees. Head movement is another situation that I was, I've been able to learn a lot of. And uh, I think I was able to showcase that against uh, Chuck where he never touched me with one punch. And he threw a barrage of punches that never touched me. So it's just one of those things, once again, that I just got to continue the work I've been doing with Jason Perillo, um, Jay Silva, uh, Luke Rockhold, the guys that uh, I'll be working with for this camp. You know, I got an opportunity to spar my first time on Friday. We did eight rounds and it was actually pretty easy. I thought it was going to be a little more difficult than it was, and I got it touched on a couple times, but still, it's a lot better. And people don't understand that mixed martial arts is so much more different because of getting kicked and getting punched and getting kneed. Now I gotta, don't have to worry about the punch and knees and elbows. I only have to worry about punches. So it makes it a lot more um, acceptable for me to move my head and to get out of the way and to bend over at the waist and be able to use my waist for punching power and to try to knock guys out, and that's what I plan on doing. Awesome. Well, I hope I get, I get to see you guys again in the, in the boxing ring, win, lose, or draw once again. And good luck, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. Once again, for the media, if you have a question for Tito Ortiz or Anderson Silva, please use the raise hand function and I will call on you. Our next question comes from Donate Corby. Go ahead, Donate. Hey, how's it going? My first question is uh, for Anderson. Anderson, there was initially, I, I think you've touched on it a little bit, but there was talk, uh, Dylan Dennis leaked that there was a date of September 19th for potentially you fighting Logan. Of course, that ended up not happening. You're fighting the week prior against Tito now. Was was that actually very close to happening in Dubai? And, and would you say that your next fight might probably be against Logan? Well, let's go see. You know, everything is possible waiting for the next challenge, you know, I can't control that situation. I just have a control for one thing, just training hard and continue to listen to my coach 
you learn more and more technique and doing the good training with my partners, you know, and the other side, I can't control that, you know, and this has happened. I'm so happy. I'm prepared for that, but it's not, I'm good too. I'm continue training, you know. Tito, you mentioned uh, the, the Paul brothers a little bit there. If you had to, to choose a, a brother, Logan or Jake, w would you like to fight either of them? And which one would you prefer to fight? Uh, you know, I, I once again, I, I can't think past Anderson. I'm strictly, this is my main focus is Anderson Silva, Southpaw, the way he moves, the way he steps, the way he dances, the way he pop shots, uh, the flashy skills he uses. That's all I've been focusing on. But I mean, if I look at either brother of, of Logan brothers, I would say Logan, or excuse me, of the Paul brothers, I'd say Logan would be the one, just because uh, Jake's a little smaller. Um, and I would like to get someone more my size. You know, I think me making 195 is going to be really, really hard, um, really hard. And I'm going to try my ass off. Uh, if not, they're going to deduct money from my purse, and it is what it is. And I'll still fight. And I'm just uh, – I'm just excited once again just for this opportunity because um, I'm challenging myself. I'm challenging my mind. I'm challenging my body. And I get the challenge against one of the greatest uh, mixed martial artists ever to grace the octagon, Anderson Silva. Last one from me, Tito. Do you plan, I know that you're, you're focusing on Anderson at the moment, but do you have future political ambitions again once this fight is over in, in the future? Or, or is that part of your life finished? Uh, that part of my life ended. I got a taste of how dirty that stuff is. And, uh, I just try to help my city, man. And at the end of the day, what our country's going through right now, you know, people say don't talk about politics, but the future of my children is my number one. That's all I try to do is help uh, here in Huntington Beach, and I couldn't let it happen. Um, I got attacked nonstop every single week, either it was in uh, the news or the newspaper. And when they started attacking my character, assassinating my character, that's when I knew I needed to walk away. You know, I was making 1200 bucks a month to sit there and make decisions for the city. Um, it wasn't worth my time, and I, I apologize for all the people who did vote for me. You know, I had almost uh, 45,000 uh, people who voted for me, the most in Huntington Beach history. But once again, um, I'm an honest man and trying to do an honest job. And, you know, politics, uh, you can't be an honest man and do those things because when you keep your word, other people don't like that same idea. When you're not a part of the agenda, um, you get canceled out. And it is what it is. It's behind me now once again. I'm just thankful for the thrill of giving this opportunity to let me showcase my skills as the athlete that I truly am. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Thank you, Donate. The next question comes from Jose Matos. Go ahead, Jose. No audio. Jose, if you can start over again, that'd be great. Oh, Sorry. I apologize. Thank you again for having me here, guys. Uh, my first question is for Tito Ortiz. Tito, why did you decide to go into making your professional boxing debut instead of looking to add more wins to your MMA resume? You're writing a three-fight winning streak. Well, I think COVID had a big, uh, big uh, deal about this whole situation. You know, fights weren't happening. Uh, Combat the Global wasn't uh, happening. Live events. So that made it a little more difficult for them to get me a fight. You know, uh, Fyodor Milianko didn't want to fight me, so that makes it more of a challenge. And I, I just think as hopefully we're able to trans, uh, transfer out of this COVID situation, hopefully um, I'll have some MMA fights. But until then, why not let's box? Let's have some fun. You know, uh, I watched uh, Tyson and Roy Jones. It was an amazing fight. You know, then I watched uh, Logan Paul and uh, fight Floyd Mayweather, and I was like, is Mayweather really playing with him or not? 
But once again, it's a show. I get it. it. It's fun, but it's a fight. And that's one thing that I can't really set the difference of is putting on a show or putting on a fight. I've been fighting my whole life. I'm not going to change. That's the, my mentality is to go in, kill or be killed. That's the way I've always fought. That's the way I'm going to continue to always fight. But then I think I got to step down a little bit and understand boxing. Of This is like a chess match. I got to make sure I play into the game to a right situation. Not hurt myself too much where I'm making mistakes. And I think boxing will settle me down on doing this. So that's why right now boxing is a focus for me. And, and I like it. Uh, it's fun. And I don't have to wrestle right now. I don't have to jiu-jitsu right now. I don't have to lift weights heavy right now. I don't have to do the things I did to tear my body down that I did to mix martial arts as I did with boxing. Now I can use the sweet science of boxing, of head movement, of body movement, feet work, things that I've always respected of boxers. And I still respect the boxers because it's hard work to do. It's very methodical. It's very... Um, challenging of the mind to do these small steps, but to do it perfectly and to hit with your pop shots, to hit with your punches, turn your punches all the way over. And this is the type of thing that I love challenges. That's why I became the world champion of UFC. I didn't know jiu-jitsu. I didn't know kickboxing. I didn't know boxing. I knew wrestling. But as I got better and better throughout the years, because I was able to adapt these things and master these things of being one of the best in the world. Now, boxing, I want to do the same thing. You know, and a lot of boxers, they go through their whole life of boxing, get that one life opportunity of being a world champion. You know, I'm not looking to be a world champion. I'm just looking to put a show on for my fans who've been fans of me over the last 24 years and know what type of fighter I am or know what type of person I am and to put on a show. That's what I've always wanted to do. Like I said, either I'm going to go out with my shield or I'm going to go out on my shield. And, and that's the way I fight. I'm a warrior, man. And I'm excited that Anderson accepted this fight. And, like I say, Anderson said himself, let's put on a show. I'm excited to do it. And thanks for still for giving this opportunity. And Tito, so we've heard Anderson's camp answer the question about, you know, the weight and, you know, the whole negotiation with that kind of stuff. I know you wanted the fight at 205 pounds. Why did you ultimately decide to go down to 195 and agree to this fight instead of looking for a bout with somebody else? Well, once again, I've always wanted to fight Anderson Silva, and I thought that, you know, maybe we could do a catch weight at 205, excuse me, at 200 pounds. I had no problem with that. But it came to a situation where we're, I mean, I got called to the fight in, was it July 19th, and waited all the way up to what, the first week of August. And it was either, either you take it or we're walking away with it. And let me tell you, I'm not letting money get away from my children's mouth at all. You have to understand, I, I, fighting's my life. I love the fight. I love fighting. I love competition. I love competing. I love to see the transformation of my body through a camp. Um, I was going to let it get away. And if making 195 or, you know, if I do make 197 uh, and they take away 15%, I'm paying Anderson. I'm paying the Athletic Commission. Shit, but I'm fighting. And I'm learning. I, I'm, I'm getting more and more experience. But still, I got to punch his chance. I shocked the world, I shocked the world. Um, if I don't, I don't. But you know what, I'm challenging myself. I'm not gonna sit there and say, you know what, I'm gonna be a stubborn bastard and walk away from money and walk away from the opportunity to fight Anderson Silva. I'm not gonna do that. I'll sacrifice, I'll sacrifice everything. I used to have cheat days on Sundays. I have no more cheat days. Um, yesterday I got, I had a juice and had a little bit of chicken. I cut out my carbs completely. I, you know, my dieting, I'm not my own, my own nutritionist. Uh, through my whole career, I've done it. But once again, I, I got to make sacrifices to be the best man I possibly can be. And I'm going to make those sacrifices all the way up to September 11th. And last question for Anderson. Anderson, 
coming off your win over Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., what adjustments, what adjustments are you making in your second bout? And is this bout, do you find it more difficult than your first one? That's a great and good question for my coach. My coach can respond that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every fight, every every fight a different fight. You know, every fight a dangerous fight. It takes long. It takes one punch to to knock someone out. You know, so every fight's different. Chavez was uh, has pretty much the same style as Tito Ortiz. Uh, we respect Tito Ortiz much, much so. Uh, but every fight's a different fight. So we 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 we're 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 preparing ourselves, and you'll see it September 11th. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Jose. Appreciate the questions. Your the next question comes from Jason Burgos. Hey, uh, I have two questions for Tito. Uh, the, the fir- Vai ser uma grande luta. Né? A gente sabe, Anderson está vindo de um campo e lutou contra um ex-campeão do mundo, Chaves Júnior, e teve uma grande performance. O, o, o Tito Ortiz é uma lenda do MMA, né? mas acho que a Anderson é um atleta que se cuida muito, né? Continua sempre gostou muito do boxe, já desde o MMA sempre priorizou a trocação, o boxe, o Muay Thai, e Anderson é um especialista também no boxe. Então, acredito que será uma grande luta, né? mas vejo o Anderson em uma condição, no momento, superior a Tito Ortiz, que é um atleta forte, com muita experiência, mas a habilidade de Anderson na trocação faz a diferença. Thank you, coach. Go ahead, Jason. So, yeah, I have, first I have two questions for Tito. Uh, I mean, you talked a lot about the, the 195 weight issues and stuff like that. It just seems like it's a bad mix in terms of you mentioned short notice, you're cutting a lot of weight. Uh, it's not your sport. Obviously, you you know, you're not a young man, still a talented athlete. Is there, it was it a type of thing, the money was just too good to pass up and, and you, even though it might damage legacy, if you have a bad performance, just the money was too good or, or it's just the challenge of it? I think the challenge of it, I mean, this is Anderson Silva. This is one of the greatest MMA fighters ever to grace the octagon. And I'm not going to take the opportunity. I'd be stupid not to take the opportunity. And yeah, the money's great, but at the same time, when I step in the ring, it's not about the money anymore. I get paid for my training camp, the focus that I have for the camp in general. Once again, I want to challenge myself. I fight somebody who's never fought before, and I get a win, and all of a sudden, everybody says, oh, Tito, you're supposed to beat that guy anyways. Well, I'm not supposed to beat Anderson Soto. I'm not supposed to. Plain and simple. I'm the underdog. My back's pressed against the wall, and these are the type of things I love in life. Because my whole life I've been canceled. My whole life I was told I couldn't be able to do it. This is the opportunity that I thrive for. That's why I took the fight. To make one in a five, I'm challenging myself. And a lot more people need to challenge themselves because life's too short not to. And these are the type of things that I love. These are the type of things I thrive under. And I'm gonna, on September 11th, when I get in the ring, after I make my way, I'm gonna thrive. And as Anderson was coach said, everybody got to punch his chance. And I got to punch his chance. And I'm excited for this opportunity once again, as I said. All right. So you pretty much answered my second question. So I'll pivot over to Anderson. Anderson, um, I I think I know what you're probably going to say, but talking other people have talked about fights that could be in the future. The fight was referenced earlier in the call. Roy Jones. That's the fight I think a lot of people want to see. Makes a lot of sense. Legendary fighters, maybe close to weight. Is that the focus next? Anderson Silva, Roy Jones, or should we just give up hope that fight's not going to happen? Wow, you know, I talking about this fight for many, many years ago, you know, 
And uh, first of all, I respect and I'm a big fan for Roy Jones. I try to copy Roy Jones in my entire life, you know, because it's amazing. And I respect a lot, Mr. Roy. And I don't think so this fight rapping happening right now. But uh, I keep in talk, talk with uh, Mr. Roy Jones a lot and I talk to me uh, uh, when I fight with uh, Chavez Jr. and give me good luck and I ask him about something I can do. And I watch in the fight the, when I Mr. Roy Jones put him the hands down and, and look the guy and say, come here and then go in the corner. And I watch him the same. The whole, whole night, you know, the same I do. And then when I start UFC, I just watching a lot, the videos, the Roy Jones, uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, and Bruce Lee. And right now I continue watching Mr. Roy Jones, the videos, and uh, this inspired me a lot. But I think the fight is not happening anymore. I respect it a lot. And I, you know, I'm big fan. I'm big fan for, I follow the Mr. Roy Jones in entire Korea when I start the amateur, you know, and um I'm so happy to uh, try to do the same Mr. Roy Jones do inside the ring, you know. And uh, my coaches don't like too much, and and sometimes I'm I'm feel sad because my coach beat me a lot. <laughs> but I try to copy Mr. Roy Jones because he's fighting me a lot, you know. And of course, Muhammad Ali too. But it's a different level. And the, my coach told me every talk to me about every day. You not Roy Jones Jr. Put your <laughs> hands up and stop. And I say, okay, I go try. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Jason. Our next question comes from Dylan Boker. Go ahead, Dylan. Hey there. I appreciate you taking my call. My first question was for Anderson because with the Triller platform, there's a lot of you know flashy performance aspects to it that add a lot to the show. Are we going to be seeing the? Pride Fighting Championship, Michael Jackson, Anderson Silva entrance for this one, something to that effect? Whoa, Michael Jackson is, uh, you know, is a very interesting because I love Michael Jackson too. And uh, when I young, I remember I go to the party, the school party with my friends and I dance in Michael Jackson and I try to copy Michael Jackson too, you know, and uh, I'm a big fan, but I mean, it's historical, you know, Michael Jackson. And I, I, I remember when I fight in Pride with uh, Carlos Newton, I using the, the stuff for Michael Jackson, start dancing, and I walk to the ring. And, you know, yeah, it, I mean, I'm a big fan for Michael Jackson, and I feel uh, happy when I people remember that, the fight, you know, remember when I walk in with dancing Michael Jackson. Oh, definitely iconic all around. But just as a quick follow-up to Tito here, because, I mean, obviously in past have come across as a steadfastly patriotic American. I'm kind of wondering what your feelings are getting to fight 20 years subsequent to 9-11. Well, I'm very happy to fight with Tito. You know, 9-11 is a very special day for all of us. And, um, yeah, I think it's a good fight. It's a good moment for uh, every single person in the United States, especially here in LA. And um, the, this fight for me is uh, special because it's the moment to United States uh, lost something very important, you know? And um, I'm half American right now. 
and uh, that's I go try to do the big show for people think about the good things United States have. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for thanks very much, Dylan. Our next questions come from Cynthia Conte. Go ahead, Cynthia. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh, this question is for both uh, both of you. And follow up, uh, Anderson. You said that, or your coach said, stop emulating Roy Jones Jr. But what what other fighters do you watch in in, in preparation for about uh, for your fights? And also, um, this I'll answer that question first, and then I'll go to Tito. Please. Well, I I don't have nobody in my mind. I just continue training, you know, and uh, waiting for the new challenge. But I don't have nobody in my mind. I just continue training it's because I love training. You know, I just help my kids every day. I come to train with my partners. You know. I like to stay here in the in academy and training and learn something new one, you know, but I don't have names in my mind, you know. And then also, uh, how is sparring? The, how are you able to get sparring and are you getting um, professional fighters? How, I guess this can go for your coach, maybe. Yeah, I, the sparring is, in, is interesting for my partner sparring, but not for me. <laughs> I like to kill me. You know, and at the last sparring, the guy say, you know, I take two punches and say, and I, I look at when I done and say, what happened, man? I'm your friend. Say, I'm not your friend. I'm Tito Cheese right now. And say, okay, <laughs> I go kick your, your legs next time. And then my friends, they say, you can't kick the legs. Just continue working the boxing and put your hands up. Okay. And Tito, also same question. What fighters do you watch to bring out the best tools in your arsenal and um and also your sparring um i i think right now i mean i've been really focusing on boxing is uh watching uh canelo and uh garcia ryan garcia i mean just the speed and power that they able to um come up with is just amazing how they turn their punches over i mean this is stuff that i've really focused on like i said over the last six years and not really the beginning of my UFC career because of kicks, because of knees, because of elbows, um, because of takedowns. But now I'm able to kind of focus on how they turn their punches over, how they turn their hip over, shoulder, head movement, just getting in and out of the um, punching position, stuff that I've never really focused on before. And I've been able to focus on, like I said, the last uh, years that it makes it interesting. It makes it exciting. It's like a chess match, like a chess game. We're doing these little small, you know, little intervals of punches and uh, feet position and head position it just makes it exciting and i think i just got the hunger back of uh competing again and, and this is just once again i'm very thankful for uh triller giving me this opportunity and anderson to take in the fight because i wouldn't want to fight anybody else you know i want to fight the best every one of my fights and anderson's that man today so i'm, I'm excited since you are learning so much about yourself, um, becoming a boxer, what have you found out? What have you learned about yourself? What is the strongest tool in your arsenal that we will be seeing September 11th? Um, you know, I, I think a lot of it is uh, putting punches together, not just throwing one and two punches. Because that was always the game plan for me is throwing straight right and clinching and double-legging. And I hope I don't do that for this fight, so I got to apologize to Anderson right now if Please, I take don't him down. Do that. Or if I <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a fight, and I, I just—that's how I respond. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of it is just con having control, having that you know, methodical control 
being able to get out of the way of a punch, you know. Um, gloves are only this big. And if I'm able to move out of the way only that much, that's all I need to do. You can understand a leg is a much, much longer object to get all the way out of the way or to close the gap in double leg. But I think just be able to move my head side to side and not really worry about moving too much out of the way, that way so I can counter punch or I can be the first one to fire. I think that's the type of things that I've been learning working with Jason Perillo and the guys I've been sparring with um, and Anderson being a southpaw. I trained for Vitor Belfort for two, uh, two training camps, two full training camps, and he was a southpaw. And I learned so much of firing against a southpaw that I'm able to adapt for this camp. And I'm thankful because I said, it's just like uh, building blocks. You got to build it up more and more and more and more to get to where you want to be for the competition in general. So. I'm just excited that I have had this opportunity through Triller, and uh, I don't know. My fans will be excited. I, I am. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm over the top. I, I just, I love to compete. I love to fight. I love to see what I can perform in front of the millions of uh, fans that'll be watching, and uh, let's put on a great show. I'm just excited. Can I ask the same question to Anderson? What has he learned? This will be his second bout. What has he learned that's his strongest tool in his arsenal? Well. That's the good question, but you can ask for my coach. Okay. Well, to be honest, everything about Andrew Silva has has Arsenal. You know, he's a uh, he's very intelligent. He's a good, great athlete. Very, 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 very great athlete. So uh, September 11th, you'll, you'll you'll see his strength and um, with Tito Ortiz, and uh, may the may the best win. Best of luck to both of you, gentlemen. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you to the media for joining us. I'm going to go ahead and give it to the guys and allow them to have uh, final comments. Uh, Anderson, since you just went last, I'll, I'll start with you. Final thoughts as you head into your matchup against Tito Ortiz live on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view Staples Center in Los Angeles. Tickets are available. They start as low as $75, AXS.com, or watch live on pay-per-view. Anderson, your final thoughts heading into your showdown with Tito Ortiz. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for giving the opportunity. Thank you, Tito. You know, it's a, it's a big show coming very soon. You know, thank you, Thriller, for giving the opportunity for me and Tito. And uh, I'm very excited. Stay tuned, guys. LA have a big show coming very, very soon. And I'm very excited. Yes, and the brain trust at Triller, Ryan Kavanaugh, Bobby Snardovich, uh, Peter Kahn, Thorsten Meyer, we're all very excited. Uh, to be a part of this big event. Tito Ortiz, as you prepare for your showdown, Staples Center in Los Angeles, Anderson Silva, you're diving into a boxing ring, not diving into, but entering into the boxing ring on September 11th. Uh, your thoughts as you prepare to take on the former UFC middleweight champion of the world? Well, you know, I still have uh, four weeks of training to do. Uh, um, I'm excited to continue. We spar today. We'll spar on Friday. We'll put in all my work. we put in my road work. Once again, I'm back and doing my four miles a day, seven days a week now, no cheat days. This fight is super serious to me. All my fans that are watching, everybody that will be watching this, you go to my Instagram at tdortiz1999, click, click the link, buy your tickets to the fight or buy the pay-per-view, and you also actually can text Tito to 75303 to get all update information on Triller, September 11th, me, Tito Ortiz versus Anderson Silva, Oscar De La Hoya versus Vito Belfort. It's going to be an amazing card. I'm excited to show my boxing skills in the ring. It's not going to be in the cage. And once again, I got to apologize prior if I do a takedown or a head kick. Anderson, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just a reaction. But hey, 
I'm here to fight. Let's fight. Let's put on the show. Me the best Don't man. Don't take Coach said, and we'll compete. Best man handle be raised. All right, Tito Ortiz, Anderson Silva, thank you so much. We'll see you during fight week in Los Angeles. The best of luck during training camp. And thank you to the media. Thank you.